Welcome to another episode of Today's Followers with Michelle Ballard. Today we will be exploring the theme of contentment and a world constantly telling us that we need to be more to be happy. How can we truly find contentment in Christ? Contentment is an incredibly relevant and important topic in our modern society. As Christians, contentment can be defined as a state of being satisfied and at peace with what God has provided for us, whether it's in our circumstances, relationships, possessions, or opportunities. It's resisting the urge to constantly chase after more and to keep our hearts focused on the eternal things. Contentment is having a state of inner peace and satisfaction with one's circumstances, regardless of external factors. It is not dependent on wealth, status, or achievements, but rather a mindset that originates from within in a world that constantly bombards us with messages of more is better. Finding contentment can be a challenge, yet essential pursuit. Contentment is crucial for Christians because it allows us to trust in God's sovereignty, His perfect plan, and His sufficiency for our lives. It helps us overcome feelings of envy, comparison, and greed that can easily distract us from our purpose in Christ. By cultivating contentment, we are able to experience true joy and appreciate the blessings God has already bestowed upon us. One of the most profound biblical references on contentment can be found in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 11. The Apostle Paul writes, Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Here, the Apostle Paul emphasizes the importance of learning contentment, suggesting that it is a virtue that can be cultivated. You may be asking yourself, how can we practically cultivate contentment in our daily lives? The first step is to regularly align our hearts with God's Word and seek God's guidance through prayer. The Bible provides us with countless verses on contentment, such as Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, that I just read a portion of those verses a moment ago, where the Apostle Paul expresses contentment regardless of his circumstances. Meditating on these passages and seeking God's presence enables us to find contentment even in difficult times. Let us take a side moment and talk about the differences between contentment and complacency. It's important to distinguish contentment from complacency. Contentment does not mean settling for less or becoming stagnant. Rather, it encourages us to appreciate and make the most of what we have while striving for personal growth. In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5, Father enforces this idea stating, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God said, Never will I leave you nor will I forsake you. This verse reminds us that true contentment lies in our relationship with God rather than accumulating material wealth or possessions. Additionally, we need to shift our focus from what we lack 
to what we already have. Gratitude plays a significant role in cultivating contentment. By counting our blessings and being mindful of God's provision, we can better appreciate what we possess and avoid the trap of always wanting more. We can also actively practice generosity, sharing our resources with others, and participating in acts of service, which helps us realize the abundance that we have. Developing contentment in our lives is indeed an ongoing process. There are potential stumbling blocks or challenges that we may encounter along our way. One of the primary challenges is the constant influence of our culture's consumeristic mindset. We are bombarded with messages telling us that we need the latest gadgets, the trendiest clothes, and a life of constant pleasures. Overcoming these influences requires an intentional effort and a commitment to aligning ourselves with God's truth and what he says in his word. Another challenge could be comparing ourselves with others. In the age of social media, it is easy to fall into the trap of comparing our lives to the highlight reels of others. However, we need to remember that our worth and our satisfaction are found in Christ Jesus alone, not in worldly achievements or possessions. By embracing our unique calling and our purpose, we can overcome the temptation to seek contentment in all the wrong places by being fixated on how many likes and shares we have on our latest social post. We have so much in our lives that there is truly no reason for discontent. A great way to praise God is to be content. Even if you think you are poor in your life, we as Americans have so much compared to the rest of the world. We need to spend more time thinking about how blessed we are and for all that God has done for us each and every day. Each day, we need to purpose that we will walk humble and to be content where we are today. God will help us do this. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, I will now read, I'm telling you this because I'm in need. For I have learned to be satisfied in any circumstance. I know what it means to lack, and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. For I'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger. And I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. The Apostle Paul had to learn to walk being content. Try to be happy where you are at while you are on the way to where you are going. Contentment does not mean that you will never want anything. It is not wrong to want things. We can ask God for something and then be content where you are at and how he decides to give it to you. Enjoy where you are at while you are waiting for God to do the next thing in your life. A revelation that I came across recently is, there will always be a part of you that will never be fully content because this earth is not your home. We are waiting for Jesus Christ to come back and to take us to our eternal home in heaven. 
there is a spiritual part of us that is never going to be completely satisfied until we are with Christ Jesus in heaven. Thank God that we cannot be satisfied with the things of this world. The older I get, the more I am looking forward to what God is going to have for me when I get to the other side. I am reminded again of the words in Philippians 4.11. I'm not telling you this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be satisfied in any circumstance. Contentment does not mean that you will never want anything, but it is wrong to be unhappy if you do not get them, because what that is saying is, God, I do not trust you. We ask God to be in charge of our lives each and every day. If I ask God for something and he doesn't give it to me, that it could be either I didn't ask for the right thing, it is not the right time, or God has got something much better for me that I am in a place that I'm not able to ask or see what it is that God truly wants me to have for, the, for this time in my life. I can truly say that God is never holding out on us. When the time and thing or situation is right, that nothing or no one will keep God from giving you what he wants you to have. We want to be satisfied where we are at. Don't waste your life being unhappy where you are because you are always trying to get to the next thing or, or to the next place. Keep pressing towards those things. Do not be passive or idle or sit around doing nothing or never want anything, but God wants us to be happy and to be thankful where you are at currently. If you ever want God to give you something else, then you need to be thankful for the things that you have now. Philippians chapter 4 and verses 6 and 7 states, Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overwhelming gratitude. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Thanksgiving, that is a powerful thing to be thankful for what God has blessed you with. Brothers and sisters, continue to make your wants request be known to God. There have been times when I may be asking God for something and he comes back saying to me, why should I give you anything else when you are always complaining you are not happy with what you have and where you are at in your life right now? So if you are complaining with what you have been getting, have something else won't stop us from complaining. We will find something else to complain about. Continuing on in Philippians chapter 4 and verses 12 and 13, it states, I know what it means to lack and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance, for I am trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger, and I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. The Apostle Paul is saying that I know to have not what I want, but to be happy. Also, I know how to enjoy plenty and to live in abundance. There are two tests that we have concerning money. Number one is how you act when you don't have any. And number two, how you act when you have a lot of money. 
when we don't have much money, God wants you to be content and he wants you to wait on him and for wherever you currently are in life, to be generous as you can be. At times when you may not have much money that you can give to others, you can give of your talents and of your time to bless others. And when you are at times having plenty, then God does not want you to be selfish and to keep it all to yourself. God wants you to have your needs met, but he also wants you to be very generous. There is a spirit of greed that we all have to fight against in this world. Sometimes we think if we had this, I would be happy. If I were in a certain place, I would be happy. No, you have got to get happy where you currently are at. You might be asking, when there are certain circumstances in your life, how can I truly be happy? You might have a spouse or a child that is on drugs or drinking or a job situation that is very stressful. And despite all this, God wants you to be content and happy wherever you are. Honestly, I can suggest not to focus all of your attention on the things that you don't have. A lot of times in your life, whatever you focus on gets bigger. You can actually think so much about your problem that you really do make it bigger than it really is. So I encourage you to think on the things that God has blessed you with and not the things or circumstances or situations that you might be lacking in. In John chapter 10 and verse 10, it says, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Contentment does not come from possessions, position, or power. Contentment comes from within and from being in a right relationship with God. You cannot have hidden sin in your life and be content. You may have things from your past that you have kept hidden for years that you need to talk with somebody. You won't be content until you deal with it. The more you hide from things, the more that they are going to chase you. You may walk away from the physical problems, but you will carry it with you in your soul, in your mind, and in your memories. My dear one, you need to let the Holy Spirit in, into those places that you have pain in your life and let him give you directions on how you should go about getting healing in those areas. It may be getting professional help, reading Christian books, talking to a trusted friend, or watch and listen to Christian leaders that can help you get your issues resolved and allow God to bring healing in those areas of your life. You cannot hide from the things that are hurting you. We are going to pause this lesson for right now, and we will continue with the remainder of this lesson on the next available podcast. Brothers and sisters, I encourage you to place your trust in God's perfect plan for your life. He knows your needs and your desires. Seek God's abundant joy and peace instead of chasing the fleeting happiness the world offers you. Until next time, be blessed.